sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Courtney Barrett. And I'm Fiona Bartholomew. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Powerwell dominates the Steam charts, Sam Barlow announces two new game projects, and Microsoft sacks 1,900 workers from its gaming division. Here is the news for Sunday, 28th of January. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Unless you've been living off-world, you'll have noticed that Powerworld is everywhere right now. Since its early access release on January 18, this open-world survival creature collector has been the talk of the town for being an insane gun-toting take on the collectible monster genre. And in just six days, Powerworld sold a staggering 8 million copies on Steam alone. It even momentarily dethroned Fortnite in popularity and outperformed giants like Counter-Strike 2 and Dota 2 on Steam. Developers Pocket Pair have big plans for the future of Powerworld, including PvP and cross-platform play updates. It's hard not to draw a comparison between Powerworld and Pokemon, and it's actually something the Pokemon company has responded to, issuing a statement saying that they intend to investigate and take appropriate measures, while not naming Powerworld directly. While it's the talk of the town now, only time will tell whether it's a flash in the pan or a lasting hit. Last year, we saw thousands of game developers lose their jobs and a couple of great studios close down, and unfortunately, it doesn't look like 2024 is off to a great start. In a memo obtained by The Verge, Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer confirmed laying off 1,900 employees across Activision Blizzard, Xbox, and ZeniMax, with the bulk being at Activision Blizzard. That's roughly 8% of the workforce, and reportedly an open-world survival project in development at Blizzard has also been cancelled. Blizzard President Mike Ibarra also announced that he was leaving the company, alongside Alan Adham, Blizzard's co-founder and chief design officer. Microsoft spent 20 months acquiring Activision Blizzard for a record-breaking $68.7 billion US dollars. FMV game developer Hearth Mermaid, makers of the award-winning Immortality and Her Story, have announced two new projects are in the work, Project C and Project D. CEO Sam Barlow spoke on the recent episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily, saying the kind of mysterious spooky games their studio is known for are actually really hard to share details about. We did this with with Immortality. Uh, we initially teased it as Project A, uh, and, and then over time we revealed bits of what was there. And it was like we were talking about this off, off camera, but making the kinds of games I make, it's really hard to tell people about. <laughs> One of them is in the tradition of Immortality building on some of that tech, but going in a, a, a cool direction. Mm -hmm. um, I think you look at the Steam tags, you can see that it's like horror, sci-fi horror. It's 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 a very cool premise. Uh, it might be, might be like the chunkiest mechanic we've come up with within this, this kind of non-linear space. It's and then the other, Project D, that is uh, for, for my like old school fans that played like Silent Hill Shadow Memories back in the day. Mm -hmm. This is uh, a, a third-person survival horror game, but like take that and, and then imagine what happens if the immortality team uses with with a third-person survival horror game, and it's which is it's you know which is a fun thing for me. So it's cool to come back and be like, what is the state of the art in third-person character games? How can we blow that up again? 
You can find the games on Steam now if you're desperate for some snippets, or why not check out Gianni's interview with Sam Barlow from South by Southwest in the Lightmap podcast feed. We'll chuck that in the show notes too. Overwatch 2 Esports is back on the cards for 2024 after last year's Overwatch League shutdown. We're not going back to the original format. Instead, the revamped esports called Overwatch Champion Series will take a more traditional esports approach, including featuring regional competitions across the world. You'll be able to see the professionals compete at DreamHack Dallas in May, and then the next rounds will begin in August with the finals held at DreamHack Stockholm in December. You can read more about the changes and new league on the official Overwatch blog. We'll link it in our show notes. Sorry, Elder Gamers, Nintendo has announced that both the 3DS and Wii U will have their online servers shut off from April 8. So if you're one of the dedicated few still racing on Mario Kart 7, prepare for a nostalgic last lap. While it's easy to shrug this off for a lot of us, these consoles had an incredible back catalogue of retro games through the virtual console. The Wii U in particular was able to play hundreds of games from every single Nintendo generation before it, and Sega consoles too. I'm really sad about Street Pass. However, not everything's going dark. Pokemon Bank and Poker Transporter are sticking around, continuing to serve as lifelines for your cherished Pokemon collections. So before the online world of 3DS and Wii U fades away, why not jump in for one last hurrah, even if it's just for nostalgia's sake? That's it for the big headlines. Here are the games coming out this week. Dive into the world of Jujutsu Kaisen as it gets its first ever console game with Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash. Choose your partner for this 2v2 action game and create powerful combinations, all while mastering the curse techniques. It's out on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC on February 2nd. Also out on the 2nd is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Join the team of Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark in this open-world metropolis as they set out to put an end to your favourite heroes. You can pick it up on PlayStation 5, Xbox, and PC this Friday. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Courtney Burrett. And my name is Fiona Bartholomew. Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking for something to listen to now you've reached the end of Walkthrough, why not check out our review show, Drop Rate, hosted by Chris Button and featuring great games journalists sharing their thoughts and feelings on the newest games. Search for Sifter Drop Rate in your podcast player now. Look for the green icon. Sifter is produced by myself, Carl Paletto, Courtney Borat, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang, and Chris Button. Mitch Lowe is senior producer who edited this episode, and Gianni Di Giovanni is the walkthrough script editor and Sifter's executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcasts. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. See you then. Hey there, Gianni here on the latest episode of Lightmap Sifters interview podcast. Maddie Annabelle and Shaz Dio from Brisbane's Half Brick share the history of Fruit Ninja and the new version they've built for Apple Vision Pro. We're a company that's not afraid to fail, so we thankfully had a lot of support and were able to just keep trying things over and over and over again until it felt right. Our biggest kind of challenge was just trying to figure out how to truly make it feel like you are doing this slicing, getting it one for one, making it feel juicy and exciting. We wanted to be able to pick up a fruit off the ground and slice it, throw it somewhere and have you know the juice and the splats appear everywhere. 
and it was just a lot of iterations and trial and error. You can get every episode of Lightmap for free on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on YouTube, or head to our website, sifter.com.au.